I don't think so. They have done this much effort to get a vaccine in the past. So if they had put unprecedented exactly. effort to get something, it you would get unprecedented results. I think it's stupid to think that oh, it did not come in two years. That's why. I mean, they could have they could have just not announced it for two years <laughs> and then announced it after two years, and then people would be like, oh yeah, it's taken two years. And I mean, I think it's all psychological. I think it's, it's all... all psychological. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 29 of Little Dose of Tyro. <laughs> Today, I've got a new guest. He's never been on this podcast before. And actually, a new friend of mine as well. His name is Mohammed. You can say hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the COVID vaccine. Now, before you guys attack me, I know this is a risky, like risky um, topic to talk on because a lot of people at the moment are so against the vaccine, at least based at least based on what I've been seeing on the internet. So many people are completely against it. They don't want to hear about it. They don't trust the government. They don't trust the vaccine. Um, so I think this is kind of a a risky uh, topic but I'm still going to do it because at the end of the day it's my opinion so let me just make a disclaimer right now I am not okay I'm a scientist just by like what I study but I also did not work on this vaccine directly well to brag a little bit my company my ex-company <laughs> I used to work for Pfizer when they actually started working on the vaccine and yeah so maybe I would actually talk about that a little bit to say why I have a bit of faith in it. Um, but yeah, so this is just my opinion disclaimer. This is just our opinion on this. It's not factual. You go and do your own research, okay? I've done my research, you do yours. So yeah, let's get started on this. My first question to you, Mohammed. What do you think? Just a general question. What do you think about this COVID vaccine? What's your first impression? I... I think my first impression of COVID vaccine would be um, it's going to be a lifesaver. It's going to be a life changer. No way. Okay, that's a shocker. That's a shocker because most people are like mm, looking sideways, like mm, not sure. Um, but I'm glad you said that. And I may sound a bit partial, which some people may detect um, from the way I'm talking. I wouldn't say I am pro-vaccine, but I'm not... Um, against it does that make sense um, yeah. I'm certainly not against it so I think I'm somewhere between pro and in the middle <laughs> I still don't think like everyone else I still don't think we have enough evidence to say that this is um, completely safe but then again what medicine is completely safe none no, there's no literally medicine. no pharmaceutical drug on this planet that's 100% safe so at the end of the day the question we need to ask is Thus, the benefit outweigh the, the risk, isn't it? Because one thing I actually learned in pharmacology, okay, just the background, I study biomedical science. And um, something that we learned, I think, in my second year of uni, we were talking about um, pharmacodynamics and pharmacokinetics. And paracetamol came up 
And we were told that if paracetamol was actually being made now, it would not be approved. Do you know why? Because some of the side effects that has been reported now were not like found then. And we have more strict, um, what's it called? We have more strict laws now regulating, you know, the pharma companies. So think of paracetamol. Who's scared to take paracetamol? Literally nobody. <laughs> it's like the easiest medicine to take. Are you scared to take paracetamol, Mohammed? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But he literally told us that based on the rules right now, and um, what we know now about the potential side effects of paracetamol, it would not be approved. Um, doesn't mean that it's killing people every day. Doesn't mean that it doesn't work either. Everyone knows paracetamol helps, you know, kill pain and stuff like that. So I think we should, instead of just being, and I'm going to talk on why I think people are so against it. So instead of just following the crowd and being against it, I think we just need to ask some more questions. And I'm, I'm actually going to um, continue based on that. Do you think people are just going with the crowd with this old vaccine? Um, what's the, what, what, what should I even call it? Um, uproar, <laughs> where people are just like matching, like soldiers are like, no, we don't want it. At least that's what I'm seeing on the internet. You know, do you think it's a thing of people just following the masses? I think maybe in some cases it is. Uh, mm. People sometimes just do it for the sake of it without having any knowledge about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so too. I think so. I think that um, most times, I, I'm pretty sure if you bring 10 people that um, are against this vaccine, at least half of them know nothing about the vaccine. <laughs> they don't even know how it works. They don't know what it does. So... Why would you take it if Pfizer or, you know, the government or whatever came to you now and said, OK, time to inject you with the vaccine. Since you're pro-vaccine, why would you say you would take it? Since I'm pro-vaccine, I should be saying, why would I not take it? <laughs> Rather than saying, that, why would I, I like take that. it? I want to do a... <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, there are very convincing reasons to 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 take uh, that to, to to take the vaccine because mm. obviously it's if it can save me from the virus and it can give me a um, normal life as it used to be pre coronavirus why why would I not take it I I don't think that there is any reason uh, I would be interested to know what reasons have you come across. Right. It's safety. It's safety. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said that, actually. The majority reason I've found is distrust in the government and in the pharma companies yeah. and safety. Um, so one thing that came up the most was that it's too fast. Like all of this was rushed. Um, they don't believe that safety wasn't compromised. Um, along the way because of how quickly they got the vaccine out to us. And mm -hmm. they're not wrong. But it's also a bit of ignorance at the same time because a vaccine is not the same as medicine. It works in completely different ways. Most vaccines take definitely more than a year. I don't know exactly how long. I know medicines take up to 20 years to you know, be approved, but vaccines take uh, much like shorter. But this is definitely unprecedented in terms of like, how quickly everything was done. Um, so the true question is... <laughs> Does speed always mean bad quality? 
Yeah, that's that's what I was that's what I was gonna say because mm-hmm. maybe you could you could argue maybe twenty years ago uh, or thirty years ago if if they made a vaccine it might have taken maybe two years three years but yeah. I think you should you should bear in mind that twenty years ago thirty years ago the technology was not the same the machinery exactly. was not the same the equipment was not the same we've improved in every way like yeah we. Uh, Things have become faster. I mean, maybe twenty and years. And more ago, efficient. A computer used to be a big box of maybe ten kilos <laughs> now in your hand. Yeah, I agree. So, Definitely agree with that. I mean, making things fast doesn't always mean that there there is something wrong with, with it. it. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. what is efficiency? Like when you think of efficiency, what would you say it is? Uh, I mean, getting getting it done right that's that's all matters I, I don't think so time is a factor but it's definitely time relative because when you think of um when you think of technological advancement or just advancement in general in terms of even medicine what do we want don't we want things to be done faster saves yeah. time saves money saves um resources maybe and from what I've heard, these vaccine pretty much does all of that. It saves money. Because it's mRNA, it's cheaper than other kinds of vaccine to make. It came to us much faster than any other vaccine ever. And it's been pro- proven to be 95% effective. People should be, I think, people just distrust science, maybe. Um, and Rightly so, because in the past, I know there's been a lot of history of pharmaceutical companies taking advantage of people. Um, I don't know if you know any particular example, but I know in terms of syphilis, there was a time when like in the African, I don't know what African country, but they went to this African country and completely used them as guinea pigs. Um, they didn't cure their, um, you know, the infection or anything. And there's been other cases like, you know, the measles vaccine causing autism which again has been disproved actually um there's no exact evidence that it does so i think it's a lack of faith it's mostly a lack of faith and distrust (laughs) and i'm going to go to that now the government do you think people (laughs) just don't want you because the they don't trust the government they think that the government and the farmer are like in conspiracy. I don't know what the word is. So they're hiding something. They think that they're just trying to, you know, give out this vaccine to save the economy. So what do you think about that? I think it depends uh, on which party do you support, to be honest, because if you make it political, it's yeah. not about calm. It's about supporting uh, their relevant parties for example if if people say that the current government if they don't trust the current government mm. that would be the people who don't support the current government basically if it's the other party and they let's say they suppose the the opposition party the one the party that's in opposition right now yeah. if that comes to power these people would be all right with it because they would trust they right. trust the government hmm. because it would be their party, their party. just like, just like uh, the people who trust the government now are the ones who have voted for the government. 
That is true. I actually believe, I actually kind of agree with that. So it's actually definitely a distrust in the government. Because when you see someone like (laughs) President Trump, well, soon to be ex-President Trump, saying, should you inject bleach into your body? Should you drink bleach? Like, how can a grown man, not just a grown man, claims to be educated, a whole president asking if you can inject bleach, <laughs> do you not see how absurd that is? To say anything like that because Trump has been saying stupid things. Yeah, for the longest time. Social media and in news and interviews, he's been saying so many stupid things. But I think it's expected he could say anything. Exactly, it's expected. And again, on the complete flip side of that, so um, in terms of good governance, uh, Barack Obama. He has actually said, well, I heard that he said it would actually take the vaccine on live TV to improve people's trust in it. And again, as always with everything, this had a lot of controversy because they're like, oh, just because you want to take it doesn't mean like I should take it. it doesn't mean I trust you. But it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. First, we don't trust um, Trump because it's Trump. Um but then Barack Obama, who we all love and trust, is saying, I believe in this vaccine. I'm going to take it on live TV to kind of um, encourage other people to take it. And then we're still like, no, <laughs> we're still like, no, we don't want it. So that means it's not just trust in the government. It's fear in the unknown. It's fear in the uncertainty of like, it's just going to hurt me more than the virus. What do you think? So. What if you don't take a vaccine? Do you want to live all your life like this? Like in, in lockdowns, uh, not doing exactly. anything restricted in your rooms? I mean, so far, so far, the people who have been administered with the vaccine, they, I mean, now, now we have to find if the people who have already been injected, what okay. sort of trouble have they got into? Yeah, it's still too soon to tell, I would say. Um, but... Cases in the US are at an all-time high. Even in the UK, you know, we're having to do all this multiple, multiple lockdown. This is a third lockdown. Most of the cities are in tier three, which, you know, for people in the US or in other countries, tier three means we can't really do nothing. <laughs> Christmas is basically cancelled. You can only be with your immediate family. And yes, this discomfort is, maybe it's just not enough for people to, wants to take the vaccine so do you think people are actually getting used to this whole lockdown situation do you think they're actually not in a rush to get out of it anymore as opposed to when it was in March when everyone was like oh my god I can't be home like get me out of here now do you think we're kind of used to it and we're like we're not in a rush to get out you know I'm not sure um, if people are used to it or not but I'm certainly not I feel <laughs> have the same feelings as I had in March, nine yeah. months ago. I still feel locked in. I still feel yeah, I'm able to do things uh, as per my wishes. I mean, just going yeah. out and doing things. Uh, yeah. I can't play the sports <laughs> I like. Oh, yeah. You like it's horse riding, horrible. don't you? It's terrible. So I know for some people working from home, is, oh, they love is it. Very, very. Love is, it. They, they, they just like it. But 
I'm a kind of person I would like to get up, get ready, go physically somewhere to yeah. work in a in an environment where you all work together or study or yeah. If if yeah, I'm same. in my room, it's uh, I don't have the same energy because I think a bedroom. You're not supposed to work in a bedroom. You're supposed oh, yeah, to definitely. rest in the bedroom. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, psychologically. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, and I agree. Maybe maybe it's because I've been an outdoor person all my life. Maybe yeah. My See that that's that's definitely something to do with it. So I'm guessing that people who are for the vaccine, maybe people who feel like their lifestyle has been affected the most by this virus. See, all of these different factors are just weighing in right now. So there's the distrust in the government, there's the concern about safety, there's the change in lifestyle and people wanting to get back to lifestyle. Um, but let's just talk about this. I'm not trying to change people's mind, but I'm trying to make things a bit clearer. And I'm going to actually ask you, what do you think the MRO vaccine is um, that Pfizer is trying to give us? What do you think is in it? Or do you know how it works? I mean, I've, I've no sort of uh, medical knowledge or anything. And I think it would not be a good idea to comment because I don't know what, what's right. like, what and sort of, so funny. what's the composition or... I find that so funny because even though you don't know, you still want to take it. <laughs> I don't even know what's in what's in uh, ibuprofen. I don't have a clue, but I always take it. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, so are you just what, a carefree person in general? I mean, like if it works, no, it I, works. <laughs> I don't see you. You can't tell. You can't tell everything you take. For example, if you go to the hospital. Um, I, I remember about about a year ago, I was mm. uh, prescribed some antibiotics. I did not have any clue, but I was taking them. I got well. I, I recovered from whatever illness I had. And yeah. I think that's all what matters. I think 90% of the people are like me. They, they don't they really know. care or they don't know but, about what's inside. Because I think it's, if you read... Uh, at the back of the whatever medicine you're taking yeah they you don't even understand half of the terms you you See, that's so funny time, so um that's so funny that you said that because obviously as well what we've been saying people are scared because they don't know because of the uncertainty like what's this gonna do to me what's this gonna you know is this gonna cause me more harm than the active virus but you're here like well i'm still for it <laughs> i don't know what yeah. i'm injecting in my body but i'm still going to take it no do i, I want That's to crazy. ask people who think that uh, who, who who have this concern mm. do you know everything about everything that you take do you know Probably the ingredients not. of you know, the composition um, of everything you take of the of all the medicines you've been taking in the past? You know, it's so funny. It. It's so funny you, you mentioned you know ibuprofen. Yeah, yeah probably not. Even even I don't know what's in that all the medicine. But I, I said it's so funny that you mentioned ibuprofen. I just remember this meme I saw <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> someone someone said me thinking there was like a quote. 
me thinking, how does ibuprofen know where the pain is in my body? <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah. I'm like, it's science. This is not magic. And then people were like, oh my God, I've never thought about that. Like, how does ibuprofen know what part of my body is hurt? And I'm like, it's a drug. It's a anti-inflammatory drug it's not magic the drug basically what it does is binds to like pain receptors in your body and reduces the pain it doesn't it's not going to like travel to one particular place in your body <laughs> like mm. your pain receptors are in your in your nerves but anyway I just found that incredibly hilarious because as a science student obviously I know the basis of it but someone who is definitely definitely doesn't have a science background it's like wait a minute <laughs> how does this drug target my pain but yeah so that's so funny that you know regardless of whether you know the basics you still are willing to take it and um there was a point I was gonna make earlier ah right so do you think do you think people are not scared of this virus do you think that's what it is because in the past something like measles was feared a lot something like HIV I'm sure if they made a HIV vaccine right now people will take it because they're scared of HIV they're scared of dying from it so do you think that because this virus relatively has a low mortality rate compared to Ebola for instance you remember when everyone was scared of Ebola because it had a higher fatality. So do you think that has to do with it? We're not scared of this virus. Obviously, with people protesting that they don't want to wear masks, <laughs> there's still people who think it's all fabricated. So do you think that's why people don't want to take the vaccine because they're okay with getting the virus? I think uh, they're not scared till the point where some close relative or family member gets it and dies or they get it and they are in the situation mm. where they are struggling for their lives obviously they wouldn't understand but I think yeah. it's a real thing and people are dying I think it's very stupid not to fear the virus because mm. you never know if you get it you I mean I don't know about my immune system people might know about what's the efficiency of the immune system Right. But I certainly don't. So <laughs> I think... Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I get it and my immune system would be able to fight it or not because we've seen kids dying. We've seen young people dying. Yeah. We've seen people in their 40s, 50s, 60s and all the way to their 90s. They, they have yeah. been dying. So, yeah, I remember the start. Only older people are going to die. Kids are immune. Because, exactly. Uh, yeah, I just read some news an infant or it was a baby he died as well that's so sad he died, yeah. so it's no one is sort of um, immune like yeah still such a new infection still such a new virus that you remember at the start do you remember at the start of this um old pandemic when they were like oh it's fine it's just old people dying and people with like you know um, a poorer immune system so everyone was like ah oh, it's fine we're going to be out of this in three weeks in yeah even my mom said that <laughs> she did not take it as seriously she thought oh two weeks give or take we'll be out of this pandemic we'll be out of this lockdown but look at us now what eight months now in or longer than that so yeah, yeah like it's been since March it's been nine months we're in December so I think that people maybe are not taking the effect of this pandemic 
as seriously and that they don't fear it they don't fear it as much they fear the vaccine it looks like right now they fear the vaccine more than they fear the virus which is ridiculous to me and I know I'm sounding so pro-vaccine right now, but like I said earlier, I'm still in the middle because I still have questions. And it, maybe it's because I'm a science student, like I said earlier. I understand the basis of this. I agree with the science, but I'm still a bit skeptical um, because, yeah, it was rushed. <laughs> it was rushed. But on the flip side, desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> and yeah. there's been so many like psychological um uh statements that say things like oh if you have two minutes to do something you will spend two minutes doing it if you have two hours to do something you spend two hours if you have two weeks to do something you spend two weeks doing it and it makes complete sense um with with this um vaccine we were pressed for time we needed to you know get out of this whole pandemic and obviously that turned into you know a fast-tracked um, vaccine doesn't mean it doesn't work as well. I understand why people are scared. I just have one sort of comment on this. I think yeah. people who think, who think or say that it's been rushed or it's been made too quickly, yeah. I think this was unprecedented, right? It's an the achievement world, if you think about the it. The entire world was in lockdown. All the governments, I mean, whichever governments could afford, yeah. they put in all their resources. Resources and time and effort, right? yeah. I don't think so they have done this much effort to get a vaccine in the past. So if they had put unprecedented exactly. effort to get something, it would You'll get unprecedented results. I think it's stupid to think that, oh, it did not come in two years, that's why. I mean, they could have, they could have just not announced it for two years and <laughs> then announce it after two years and then people will be like oh yeah it's taken two years and I mean I think it's all psychological I think it's, it's all-, all psychological yeah. and that that actually I love that you said that that literally ties very nicely into the old psychology of you take as much time as you have got yeah if you have two weeks you take two weeks you have two years you take two years and with vaccines that take two three years there was no pressure Okay, there was little pressure to get it out as soon as possible. You know, these vaccines were being, you know, worked on along with like several other medicines at yeah. the same time. It wasn't like, oh my God, the whole world stopped to make this vaccine. So when you think about it that way, people, okay, I was working at Pfizer at the, um, at the time of the pandemic. And even people that were working in other sectors that had medical degrees in any way, any scientific degrees, our team at Pfizer, well, the company literally begged people to go away from their current roles to help make the vaccine, to help fast track. Like anyone with any sort of medical degree was like sought after to leave their current job, whether in marketing and sales, in study management, which was what I was in, whatever role, as long as you had some kind of medical background or scientific background, you could help make the vaccine. So obviously so much time and resources and money and technology, you know, was put into making this vaccine. So that definitely had a lot to do with it. Imagine if you spent your whole day, or if you had a coursework, (laughs) let's bring it down to like, you know, student life. If you had a coursework and you woke up 9 a.m. and started working on this till what, 9 p.m.? Yes. So you did this coursework very quickly. 
doesn't mean you didn't work hard for it and doesn't mean the results would not be good as opposed to you had a week to do this coursework and you've just been doing it like 20 minutes every day does that well, mean that it it's way. better no let's it doesn't it. <laughs> yeah, I, I 100% agree and maybe let's mm. just put it this way um on one hand you do an assignment in like one entire month you do it slowly gradually and on the other hand you are nearer your deadline you just have three days to complete it mm. you will get and it you done. focus that you focus on those three yeah. days put everything you've got exactly you would mm. put everything aside you put all your energy everything you might not be going out even for food and stuff you'll be having <laughs> yeah so in three days you'll get it done yeah exactly thank that's you for saying that was, yeah, i agree i think that's i definitely agree with that um, now, in terms of like the effectiveness of this vaccine, we've been told that it's 95% effective in preventing infection. So what's a vaccine? A vaccine does not cure COVID. <laughs> um, I think there might have been a misconception there. So the vaccine is to prevent you from getting this virus. It's, it won't stop transmission either. So that's the thing. Again, there's not even enough research to see maybe... Um, people that have this immunity can still transmit the virus um it's like people that have um gotten ill and they've gotten well they've developed antibodies against this virus but some people or like some studies or some scientists still say that they should wear masks um because they might still be infectious to other people because again it's a new virus we don't know what um exactly its mechanism is and there's still rumors out there i don't know how true it is that it's mutated a little bit now and so there's concerns again that does this vaccine will this vaccine um be effective against the new variant of this um virus so that is the end of this half of the covid vaccine episodes there are two parts to this series and the second part, I talk about, well, what I know about the COVID vaccine in terms of how it works, basically its mechanism of action, what's in it, and a little bit more about why people are scared <laughs> to take the vaccine. So if you want to hear about that, then make sure to tune into the next episode. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I tried my best to be as liberal as possible. But I'm sure people know that I'm pro-vaccine at this point. So yeah, let me know what you think. Make sure to um, send me a DM on Instagram at Dose of Taiwo Podcast. Taiwo is spelled T-A-I-W-O or on Twitter at Dose of Taiwo Pod or you can email me. Um, my email address is ldotpodcast at gmail.com and yeah, if you want to be on my podcast as well, if you want to be a guest, um, definitely let me know. Thank you for listening. Bye. Oh,